Welcome to this week's episode of Business Wise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian, philosopher, and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. You know, we talk about organization with almost every episode of Business Wise in one way or another. If you have a business, you should at least have an organization, even if that, quote, organization, end quote, is only you. I mean, are you wearing all the hats? Are you doing everything, in other words? Okay, well, you should be organized then. I think uh, any of you that are one-man bands would be nodding your head right now. Yes, yes, of course, I should be organized. I need to be better organized. That's probably one of the most common New Year's resolutions there is. I need to get better organized. It's true of a person and it's true of a group. Anyway, you know, it's interesting. I just have to make this comment that we've been recording business-wise now. This is our third year. And you would think that we would cover all the fundamentals in the first few months or the first year. But, you know, every once in a while, we come across a fundamental that we're like, haven't we covered this already? This is so basic. This is so important. And yet, sure enough, we haven't covered this. And uh, it's certainly time that we did. If we are going to talk about organization and we're going to talk about creating organizations or groups or companies, we definitely need to know what one is and what it consists of. And I don't know that we've ever really gone into that with any detail. So we thought it was high time we did. And I think we should start by defining the term organization. Well, let's first look at Mr. Hubbard's definition. So he says, an organization means the act of organizing or the process of being organized, the state or manner of being organized. He gives an example, a high degree of organization. This is from an article, 29 October 1971, by the way. So the state or manner of being organized, a high degree of organization, something that has been organized or made into an ordered whole. So an organization has been made into an ordered whole it's a, a whole that has been put into some sort of order. It is a, is a complete set of something that has been put into a precise order. So then he goes on to say this, a number of persons or groups having specific responsibilities and united for some purpose or work. Okay, so an organization is a whole that has been put into some sort of order where the various individuals or persons or groups within there have specific responsibilities and they're united by a purpose or some work. Now, work, as Mr. Hubbard defines it in the book, Problems of Work, work is activity with a purpose. So clearly an organization has to be, uh, whatever its parts are, that whole has to be united behind a common purpose. And he goes on to say this, thus an organization is an activity or area that is being organized or has been organized or made into an, quote, ordered whole. So that's an organization. And that uh, comes from the word organization. That's early 15th century. It looks like, believe it or not, that's an English word. Old English looks like. Structure of the body or its parts. That makes sense. You know that your body has organs in it, made up of different organs. So it is an organism. So you can see its relation to an organization, the term organ goes on, act or process of organizing the arranging of parts in an organic whole from medieval Latin, organizationum, from 
organum, instrument, organ, see organ, an organ, fusion of late Old English organ and Old French organ, both meaning musical instrument, both from the Latin organa, plural of organum, a musical instrument, from Greek, of course. I have uh, many Greek friends who have been setting me straight that everything comes from Greece, basically, including the language. And this is uh, from Greek organon, implement, tool for making or doing musical instrument, organ of sense, organ of the body. So here you see that we're talking about organs being part of an ordered whole, like your body is made up of organs that are coordinated and working together for a purpose of the survival of that body, for its, for its growth, for its um, health, for its level of activity and so on, its survival basically. So you have organs and they are put together in an organism. And if you had an orchestra, you would have various different instruments in it, or for this term, organs. Of course, organ is the name of a musical instrument, but here the term organ means an instrument, a musical instrument. So, you know, what would your symphony sound like if there was not an ordered whole? If every member of that symphony or that group came and played whenever they felt like it, at whatever time they felt like it, and whichever way they want to make it sound, well, that would not sound like music. Would it? That would be chaos. And so you've got the ordered whole made up of organs, organization, and to the degree that they are coordinated, to the degree that the uh, instruments, if you will, are coordinated one with another and playing in harmony, uh, you have music. Now, if you have an organization, supposedly, that is chaotic, it's not truly an organization at all, and the various different organs or elements of it are not coordinated, they're not working together, and they're not working on a common purpose. You'd be surprised how many purposes you might find in a disorganized whole. You go into a business that's having trouble, it's not a bad idea for a wise consultant, for instance, to go and say, well, what's the purpose of your job? What's the purpose of your position or post? And uh, just accumulate those answers and see how many of them actually align to the purpose of the organization. You might have a salesman who has a purpose to you know, get as much money from the customer as possible for as little as possible. Uh, something like that, which is contrary to the founders, say it's a car lot or a retail store, where, you know, the purpose is to provide proper and fair exchange for, uh, or an exchange in abundance with the customer, for instance, where the service is so top-notch and everything is done so uh, exclusively, if you will, that people just love to shop there. And, um, you know, the, the, the money, of course, will follow if there's a policy like that and there's purposes like that. Make sure every person in that organization is aligned to a common purpose. And um, many, many types of examples of that. So uh, this subject of purposes and the alignment of purposes, of course, very important. Now, did we finish up with organ? Yeah, so from Greek, organon, implement, tool for making or doing, musical instrument, organ of sense, organ of the body, literally, that with which one works. So an organ, it comes from work, it's the root of to do. Organ's supposed to do stuff. An organ does stuff. It plays music, it pumps blood. 
it, it sells things, it answers telephones, you know, you could call it that. Something that does, something that works is the derivation of that word organ. So an organization is an assembly then of parts that are ordered to align with providing or achieving a, a purpose. And that would then be a real organization. Don't know if that's uh, too basic, but um, there you go. So for safety's sake, I just want to clear the word coordination with you. I particularly love this definition from Mr. Hubbard. It's combining in harmonious action or combination in suitable relation for the most effective or harmonious results. I love the way he uses the word harmonious in there. Like it should sound, your organization should basically sing. Tumble out of bed and stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. You know, it should, it should be in harmony. And uh, you kind of know it when you experience it. And he has a second definition here, working in agreement together. There needs to be agreement there. There needs to be communication there. And everybody knows what their part of the ordered whole is, and they're performing it towards that purpose. And it's harmonious. It's like a symphony. Boy, I'll bet you're thinking right now, my place sure ain't no symphony. But that is where you're going, right? That's where you should be going with this. And that's why I'm dwelling on, the, on this term so you understand what organization is. Now, on the 20th of August, 1982, Mr. Hubbard authored an article called Organizational Basics. It's quite short. We'll cover most of it. Uh, we, now that we've defined what organization means, this is what an organization consists of. Now, I think it's very important because organization can appear complex. And in order for it to be very manageable, in order to be very good at organization, it is very important to understand that the fundamentals are very simple. It can get fairly complex. Any organization can, but the fundamentals are very simple. And Mr. Hubbard says this, an organization consists of coordinated purposes, lines, and terminals. That is all emphasized by Mr. Hubbard. That is all it consists of. So with everything that we just went over on the definition of organization, understand that any organization is consisting of only three things, coordinated purposes, coordinated lines, and coordinated terminals. Now, understand that a terminal is a receipt point and an emanation point of communication. In other words, a line. And you could have a person uh, at reception, and they are being a terminal. They are receiving people coming in. Uh, they're receiving mail coming in. They're receiving calls coming in. Those are all coming in on lines. And that person is a terminal. Now, that person could also go from that chair over to another chair and handle designing of promotion and marketing, for instance. They are then again a terminal. They are now receiving communications or what is commonly referred to as particles. Like here is a proposal from a uh, marketing agency on uh, using radio, for instance, or uh, 
maybe publishing a certain kind of an ad or advertisement. Now that is coming into a terminal who is the marketing terminal. Now that marketing terminal could also be answering the phone sometimes, but when they do, they are now being a terminal on a different line. Do you follow me? So these various different terminals and those lines that go from terminal to terminal and from outside of the organization into the organization, these are all coordinated to make up an organization. And in order for them to be effective in producing a product or a service, those all must be aligned to a coordinated purpose. In other words, why is the receptionist answering the phone? So that those people are interested in service that can be routed to the correct person so that they can be provided the service that the organization provides. You know, it's an auto repair shop, call comes in. Our purpose is to provide uh, our customers with the best car repair maintenance possible, whatever it might be, that stated purpose that the uh, founder of the organization has created. They are happily receiving those communications in at the reception desk because they know they are about to get someone well-serviced. They're going to route them to the, you know, now to the uh, service writer who will then understand what the problem is, make an adjudication, what the next step is, whatever it is, you've got these various different lines and terminals that make up that organization. And he says, that's all an organization consists of. An organization consists of coordinated purposes, lines, and terminals. That is all it consists of. Then he goes on to say this, to be viable, it must have a fair and valuable exchange with an area outside its perimeter in a volume adequate to its needs. Okay, we are here. We have terminals. We have lines. We have purposes. What are we exchanging with society? What are we exchanging outside of our activity? We're, we're here in this auto repair shop. Now, uh, we're exchanging repaired vehicles for a fair price that customers are happy with and willing to refer. Something along those lines. Or to customers who are better educated about how to better maintain their vehicles and are happy with their repair. Whatever your defined product is, you are now creating an exchange with those customers that are outside of the shop. We're not just fixing each other's cars. We've got 12 employees, everybody's fixing each other's car. That is not outside of the activity and there is no exchange and that organization will not survive. That organization will only survive if it provides a fair and valuable exchange with an area outside its perimeter in a volume adequate to its needs. So yeah, good, we repaired, you know, we repaired a car today. Well, there's 12 employees, one car is not gonna cut it. That's not adequate volume. So we have to make sure it is viable by having a fair and valuable exchange with an area outside its perimeter in a volume adequate to its needs. Then he goes on to say this third paragraph, to expand, it must strengthen its purposes and increase its lines and terminals and multiply its exchange above the rate of its consumption. To expand, it must strengthen its purposes and increase its lines and terminals. If you don't increase the lines and terminals of an organization, you will hit a ceiling and you will not no longer be expanding. So if you want to expand, you've got to strengthen its purposes. What are our purposes? Let's expand on those. Let's strengthen those. Let's get more people in tune with those purposes and let's increase our lines and our terminals and multiply our exchange. We have to consume X in order to survive. You know, if we're not clearing, you know, 25 grand a week, we can't survive, right? So now, uh, we have to make sure that our exchange is above the rate of our consumption. We have to be exchanging above our needs. Our needs are $25,000 a week. 
then we better be exchanging above that in order for us to be viable and for us to expand. We must continue to exchange above our rate of consumption. So we're exchanging $50,000. Our rate of expansion is $25,000. Now we are going to expand. Okay. Our consumption is $25,000 and our um, exchange is $25,000. Obviously, there's not going to be a lot of, there's not going to be a lot of expansion. There's not going to be any expansion, frankly. But if you multiply your exchange above the rate of your consumption, then you will have expansion. He goes on to say this, when you've understood this fully, you will understand all groups, companies, societies, civilizations, countries, and empires. Such rise or fall in direct relationship to how well they meet or fail to meet the first three paragraphs above. So these first three paragraphs, I'm going to repeat them to you now. Don't brush them off. They are very, very important to fully understand the concept of. Okay, so he says, first paragraph, he says, an organization consists of coordinated purposes, lines, and terminals. That is all it consists of. Paragraph two, to be viable, it must have a fair and valuable exchange with an area outside its perimeter in a volume adequate to its needs. Third paragraph, to expand, it must strengthen its purposes and increase its lines and terminals and multiply its exchange above the rate of its consumption. So those three paragraphs you need to know very, very well and understand fully. As you can see, it's not complex. So he says, when you have understood this fully, you will understand all groups, companies, societies, civilizations, countries, and empires. Such rise or fall in direct relationship to how well they meet or fail to meet the first three paragraphs above. And he goes on to say this, and when you fully grasp the basic definition of organization and are trying to build, make viable, and expand one, you'll be very hard on anyone who is discoordinating or blunting the purposes, damaging or omitting the lines, and is disestablishing the terminals. You will understand exactly what that person is doing. He is seeking to make the organization less viable and trying to contract and destroy it. So know your enemies. So when you fully understand what an organization consists of and how it operates and is viable, you know that anything that you do to make a more reliable terminal, all terminals affect a change on something that arrives to them. Whether it's a receptionist receiving someone who is now disoriented and doesn't know where to go or who they need to see, and then routes that person correctly, they have now made a change with that person that arrived at reception. That person is now a more oriented individual. That's their product or subproduct in the full, valuable final product of that organization. A salesman has now affected a change. Here's a prospect comes to the salesman. They are now well enlightened, educated, know what their needs are, and have secured the service or product of the organization for an exchange. That's a change in that particle, in that individual that's been created by a terminal that has received that person, or as we refer to it, a particle on a line. They've affected a change. Every single terminal in that organization has a responsibility for affecting a certain change. If you start taking terminals away from the organization, if you start abusing them so that they quit, if you don't bother to train them so that they are more reliable or more knowledgeable at what change they're supposed to affect on uh, a particle or, or uh, let's, you know, we were talking about particle, we've been talking about individuals, but it could also be lumber. You know, the guy receives the lumber, he's supposed to cut it according to a cut list. 
That sees effecting a change to that particle. It came on a line. The purchaser bought a bunch of lumber, got sent on a line to the guy who does the cutting, you know, for the carpentry shop, you know, the carpenter. He's now doing a cut list with that lumber. He's effecting a change on that lumber. If you don't have that guy on how to use a, a table saw, or if you invalidate their use of it so that they are using it less competently or somebody does, you know that person is not with you in that organization because they are diminishing the strength or quality of your terminals, the strength or quality of your lines, the strength and quality of your purposes. So be aware of that. And when you're going through your organization, keep a sharp eye out for what is enhancing our lines, what is enhancing our terminals, what is enhancing our purposes, and what isn't. And if you really understand these organizational basics, it becomes very easy to spot and you can correct it and get it out of your road. He goes on and says this, and when you see somebody trying hard to build your organization up by following the first three paragraphs, you will know he is your friend and help him all you can. So here's somebody who's trying to train people, trying to make the lines a little more efficient, uh, maybe doing time motion studies so that the lumber doesn't have to go all around the mulberry bush before it arrives to the, um, the sawyer or the, the carpenter who's doing the cut list. You know, you, you've got people who are really trying hard to see that those purposes are better achieved, that the lines are smoother, uh, quicker, the terminals are more uh, reliable, they're more established, they're more trained. Those are your friends. So finally, at the end of the uh, article, he says this, you can not only understand what makes a slum a slum, he's referring to this article, you can not only understand what makes a slum a slum, a good society, a good one, why one area is poor and another opulent, you will also have acquired the potential of creating or helping to create a far better life for all. L. Ron Hubbard. So these organizational basics don't just apply to a business. They apply to a society. They apply to a community. They apply to a civilization or empire, as he says. And, uh, you know, what empire is going to expand if their only product that they're exchanging with an area is conquest and destruction. And this is how these empires eventually fall on their faces. If you read the history of the Roman Empire, they were growing simply because they were exchanging with the rest of Europe. People were seeking the Romans to move in and bring their aqueducts and their uh, architecture and their art and their, you know, their civilization, in effect, their form of government and so on. It was when they started to use force to expand their empire and disregard the idea of fair and valuable exchange with an area outside its perimeter, that's when that empire starts to fall apart. People don't dig that, man. And uh, you won't expand an organization, you won't expand a company that way either by just demanding that everybody produce something or make certain quotas without a view on what are we exchanging and is it fair and valuable exchange and do people know what they're doing? How about the guy who just goes around and just demands everybody produces without bothering to train anybody? Have you ever met an individual like that? Ever dealt with an individual like that? No. You want to build a real organization? You need to train and make reliable lines and terminals and coordinate and align purposes. And that way you'll have a real organization with the various organs or terminals or parts of it working in a coordinated, harmonious way to exchange valuable, fair and valuable exchange to other activities outside of its perimeter. And that just, that's just fun, man. 
That's fun. It's rewarding. People are slapping each other on the back. You're building a better world. So don't regard these basics lightly. They're important fundamentals. I hope I explain them effectively and um, that you are, will use this to improve your organization. And uh, that's about it for this week. And we will talk again uh, next week. Do let us know uh, what you are getting out of these episodes. Do leave your comments. If you like them, put a like there. And you can always write us at info at wiseeastus.org. Okay, that's it. Thank you for listening.